Welcome to another episode of Only Catch Up. I'm joined today by Dorian O'Gunro. How are you doing today, mate? Yeah, good. After a, a bit of a wet session, yeah. but yeah, good. Dried off a little bit. So, yeah, first and foremost, thanks for, for sitting down and chatting to us today. The, the Edinburgh Uni side uh, is a, a definitely an interesting side within the league. It's got a lot of its own challenges that other sides don't, and it's an interesting, it's an interesting one to see week in, week out, and it's definitely good to have an opportunity to speak to you. Um, so, I suppose, just to kick it off, how, how do you find it playing in the Lowland League week in, week out? Well, I, I really enjoy it. It's a great challenge. Obviously, it's got harder and harder over the years since we joined in 2014-15 I think it was our first season it's just got harder and harder and harder um, but it's brilliant you, you want the players especially to be able to play at the highest level that they can so it provides that clearly it's a challenge for us obviously our position in the league shows that this season but it's a challenge we embrace and we're always trying to get better so there's no better place to be for as long as we can be be at this level yeah, absolutely, and I think you're right that the the league's going to keep getting going for strength to strength. With the especially with the introduction of so many new teams applying to the east of Scotland and potentially the west of Scotland eventually. When when you first came into the the league, like you've been with uh, Edinburgh Uni since 2012. A couple of years later, you you joined the Lone League. You didn't join it in its inception, though. What was no. the reason behind that? Uh, the reason behind that was that we didn't feel that we had the right infrastructure to do so. Um, obviously, with the Lone League inception, we knew that there was going to be promotion involved, so we knew that the standard of the league was going to improve from an East Scotland League that was already very good, but obviously had a ceiling to it. Um, new players coming into the league and new teams coming into the league, we didn't feel that we were ready to compete at a level to sustain ourselves in the league at that point. So we worked hard behind the scenes to. We needed the uni's assistance, obviously, to help get East Peffermill up to scratch, which they were fantastic with. And then on the field as well, we had to manoeuvre things to get players ready, to get the right players in the right at the right time to be able to, like I say, sustain ourselves in the league. So yeah. I think, well, we definitely made the right decision. I don't think we were we were ready, <laughs> albeit I don't think there was promotion or relegation the first year or two I could be wrong mm-hmm. um, but I just don't think as a club we were ready for the challenge at that point and that I suppose um, that decision ended up paying off because you had quite a bit of success around that 2014 um, in the King Cup in particular yeah 2014 was our last season in East of Scotland obviously we won the King Cup um, didn't lose a goal in the competition played some really good teams we played Hibs at the time for East of Scotland we played them away, beat them 1-0, we beat Edinburgh City away 1-0 at um, Meadowbank, that was the season before they won the Lone League as well I think, um, So and then beat Whitehill in the final, uh, so it was, a, it was great, for the, great for the club, we've not won many of the big trophies um, in Saturday football very often, so I think it's one of I think it's seven, seven or eight mm-hmm. that we've won in our like 140 year history. So it was, it was a great moment for for the boys involved. And before before we discuss the Lowland League anymore, um, you say about Saturday football. He's obviously competing in the box as well. Um, I was speaking to Paddy and Luke there about um, playing in, in the box. Obviously, Luke doesn't anymore, um, but Paddy's still playing in that. How how do you find coaching the team on a on a Wednesday versus a Saturday? Well, obviously the standards different, but. Probably the, the best thing is that it gives us a different look at the game. 
obviously it's Saturday football is challenging physically and mentally. Um, Wednesday football is less challenging because we are one of the better teams, but it's a different type of challenge because we have to adjust from not being one of the strongest teams on a Saturday to being one of the, the better teams on Wednesday. So it's an adjustment of mentality. So it's actually quite important for the team's development. And it's probably what gives us, despite the knockbacks we've had on a Saturday repeatedly, our success on a Wednesday has kept the spirits up and kept us going. So it doesn't matter what's happened the week before. Every Saturday, the boys, come, they've been so resilient mm-hmm. mentally. I've been really proud of that. They keep coming back and they keep coming back and you wouldn't know that they were in the position that they're in. If, if you were just to look at them, there's no negativity. They're very together as a group. The psychology of the team is actually very good. Obviously, there's details we have to iron out in terms of performances and results, but there's a lot of good parts to it, and I think Wednesday's help, helps with that. No, that's good. And the, um, we obviously spoke about that Saturday. Um, it's a team, uh, you've, the team out there on a Saturday, it's a bit more challenging. One of the, the areas that you have struggled with this season is finding those goals. What what do you think has been the issue this season? Well, for we we have one we had one main striker for part of it. Um, Abdul again does very well for us, but outside of him, we didn't have enough experience or quality up front. And to be honest, to be blunt, we just haven't been good enough in front of goal. We. I would say 65-70% of our games we create two or three really good goal scoring opportunities and we don't take them and that's come from sort of all, a lot of our attacking players have to share, share the blame if you want to call it that for that um, I just don't think we've been good enough in front of goal unfortunately What about um, obviously he's played against East Kilbride who are by no means are not a pushover they should be another not team that, that you know are going to be a challenge for Edinburgh Uni. He's managed to come back twice from being down against East Kilbride and, and he's got a point in that game. What was the difference in that game? To be honest, I don't think there was a difference. I think the main thing is that we actually, in the first half, we had three or four guilt-edge chances we didn't even hit the target. Um, as they're a top team, as soon as they got their first chance, bang, it was a goal. Um, so we were 1-0 down. We talked to them about that. Um, at half time and we came out and we equalised they scored again and then we equalised again and I think it's just one of those we have enough ability that if we're switched on mentally and physically we can compete with a lot of teams in the league but if we're not switched on then that one mental or two mental errors costs us the game unfortunately on Saturday we we got the mental side of the game right and we kept ourselves in the game and we're fortunate enough to pick up a point. East Kilbride were very good second half but we defended well and we kept solid and we took our chances when they came so I think we, we, it was hard work but we earned that one I think. Yeah, no absolutely and that gives you something to build on as well which is really good to see. When you look at the, the games that you've played this season your goals against would suggest that there's been a lot of goals against you but when you actually go and look down the results you are actually a team that can be very frustrating to play against and a side that, that don't concede goals you have had a couple of tough fixtures in there um, which have kind of given the illusion that you, you get scored against quite a lot but at the back you, you are pretty solid and you seem like for the for the most part it's quite mentally tough there but I think to be honest we we, we keep concede too many goals, otherwise we wouldn't be down in the area we're in, so we have to be honest about that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a case of we're getting battered in games and we're not performing for the whole game. I think 
for a fair proportion of our games, we've competed really well with the opposition, but all it takes is two 10-second lapses, and then you get punished, and that's two goals down. Um, and that can almost falsify, not falsify, because they deserve it if they score, but that can almost give a different look to the game when if people see that you lose 2-1 or you lose 3-1, they don't see that for 89 minutes or 88 minutes or 87 minutes that you've actually performed quite well. The result is what matters in the end, irrespective of the performance. And I think that's part of the experience bit that we have to, to get better at, is converting good performances into results, whether it be draws or wins. That's mm. been our challenge all season. Hey, that East Kilbride draw that we just spoke about as well, that put a little bit of buffer between yourselves and Vale that might give you that, you know, the another season in the Lowland League that you're kind of looking to, to maintain going forward. You also you have got a big game coming up against Dalbiti towards the end of the season. Do you guys look at that game differently to the other games or are you taking one game at a time? Don't look at any game differently. I think, again, the Lowland League shows you we've got a lot of good teams in it, but everybody can remain competitive on, on the day. And I think it would be naive of me to basically focus on one game. We've got five games left. Mm -hmm. We have to try, albeit very challenging games, uh, we have to try and get something out of every game we play in. So that's the way we approach it. When the beat comes around, we'll be prepared to manage that, uh, hopefully having picked up something prior to that. But I don't think you can afford to target specific games and write off other games yeah. at all. I think otherwise you're not going to have a consistency of performance. You try to develop a consistent level of performance so that you can get, hopefully, a consistent level of results. So we have to approach the Celtic game as hard as, as it will be, the same way as that we'll approach the Dalbiti game eventually, whenever that, mm -hmm. that comes across us, basically. And what, um, I suppose, one of the interesting things with you guys being a Uniside um, is you sometimes have to approach the way you build your squad a bit differently to other teams in the league. What what kind of challenges um, do you find at the Uniside that you perhaps wouldn't see in others? I think the biggest challenge is that we can't, we can't recruit as effectively as other teams. If other teams need a player at left-back, then they can look for players at left-back, and if there's somebody available that suits them, they can sign them. Um, with us, obviously, we have we've got our own rules, so we we're allowed to play students, or we have a small number of graduates we're allowed to play as well. So that means that while we've got a big potential pool in terms of the amount of students that go to Edinburgh University, and not all of them are capable of playing long league level, and some that are already playing for other teams. Mm -hmm. uh, so the recruitment is the hardest part. Is that you're often building teams with younger players and when they're reaching the maturity and an ability to play at the level that you need then you move on and you start doing again which is a challenge that I enjoy to be honest because you're constantly developing players you're constantly learning yourself and um, so it's a constant challenge and it never gets and it doesn't get stale because you're constantly constantly yeah. building but it does make the challenge against obviously other teams in the league harder because like I say they can they can sign players as as available as such, so it does make it a bit of a challenge. Yeah, and like you said there, the, the reach and the maturity, and that's usually when they're maybe finishing up at uni and moving on, um, sometimes it will be to other low and league sides or potentially higher. Um, in your uh, about eight seasons coaching at Edinburgh Uni, what are some of the standout players that you, you look back to that, that you were particularly proud of their, their time at Edinburgh Uni? All of them, to be honest. <laughs> um, 
I mean, some of them are still with me. Luke Murray was with me at under 20s. He, obviously, he, he played for me under 20s. Came with the first team as an undergrad, then left, and he's come back. Uh, Finn Daniels, Yeomans, has been a fantastic player for the club. Mark Tate, again, goalkeeper, former goalkeeper, has been excellent for us. Mark Waters, the last couple of seasons, has been an absolute standout. And we've got a lot of the younger players, like Paddy, like Abdul, Ross Waters, and there's more. Alex Hamilton's coming this year, so there's um, Matthew Dick coming. And they've acquitted themselves very well at a young age, 18, 19 years old, having not played at this standard before. So there's lots of players who, who come into the club and they've clearly got ability and they push themselves to, to improve. So it's really good. No, that's good. I suppose one of the good things to close up on would be the upcoming game you're playing against Kelly at the weekend. Last time round, it finished 7-1, but you guys, you, you kicked on pretty early way. Really good goal. Um, are you taking any learns away from that result um, that you are hoping to apply Saturday coming? Uh, last time we played them, the result was fair because we were awful. They were good and we were awful. Um, and it wasn't actually really football that we were awful in. It was really poor mental errors, turning our back on the ball and switching off its set pieces and things that I think most managers would say are elementary as a starting point before you start to perform whatever tactics or way of playing that you're going to employ. So we did start very well that game, scored a fantastic goal, of a well-worked goal, um, and then proceeded to switch off for the rest of the game and switch off against a team McKelly with the quality players that they have and get punished, and that's exactly what happened. So bare minimum, I'm hoping that uh, we can at least perform in a manner that we're capable of and make a game of it. Kelly are a good side and we've got no reason to expect to win but at the same time we've shown in the past that if we can get the details right, Kelly have an off day, if we can get the mental parts of our game right then we might be able to nick something, you never know. Absolutely, I think um, if I remember correctly uh, you took a point against Kelly last season where they had a, a really good season as well so on the, on the day um, can absolutely happen so uh, you think they, that switching off and the mental errors is that sort of what you've been working on leading up to this game? That's what we've been working on all season that's why we're in the position we're in um, again to be honest it's not been a lack of quality that's put us in this position it's been a lack of consistency and experience um, that's cost us We've got good enough players to play in the own league, but unfortunately we've made consistent mental errors that have punished us. Um, like I say, there's been plenty of performances, plenty of times, and we've been winning games that we ended up drawing or losing uh, just because of that. Again, meant five seconds, six switch off, punish, it's a goal. Um, and it's something that we have to learn from. Um, and to be fair, there's no better place to learn it than under pressure against Kelly on Saturday. Uh, there's no hiding place in these games. But in a way, I don't believe in the... It's a free hit. I don't believe in that. That's rubbish. Every game is there to, to, be, to be won. At least both teams have to try to win. It's going to be a challenge, but we have to try to win. So it's not a free hit by any means. But mentally, it should be that bit easier for us simply because there'll be no pressure on us. That's a fact. Nobody's expecting us to win. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when um, when you're talking about um, 
that when you're talking about that opportunity and the fact he's going after that, if the players are going out with that attitude, then I think they've absolutely got every chance. So, okay, thanks for speaking to us today and uh, good luck on Saturday and for the rest of the season. Thanks very much.